Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? I'm Vaughn. I'm Jenny. Thanks for rocking with us. And you're listening to Chameleon Love. Hey. All right, people, welcome back to another episode of Chameleon Love. I'm one half of your amazing co host, Vaughn, here with my lovely wife, Jenny. Hey, hey. It's your favorite couple's favorite couple. And today we have two very, very, very special guests hey. on today from the number one rated podcast, at least. In my book, it's the number one rated podcast in America right now called The Wash. Y'all can check it out every Monday, dropping a new episode. They just celebrated their one-year anniversary for their podcast. I'm number one fan. I'm self-proclaimed number one fan, at least. Of course. We have the Archie Carter. Yeah, yeah. How y'all doing? Welcome, welcome. Family, we here. Appreciate you. And we have the co-host. Tony Romeo. Yeah, man. Yo. Yeah, man. I like that introduction. Huh? Hey, man. Well, we you got, know. We got uh, three varies. Yeah. Very, very, very. <laughs> wow. We the humble ones. You know, this is uh, this is this is this is big right here. We yeah. have we have finally married the two podcasts together, first time ever. And so we just uh, appreciate y'all for being on here. We're excited to have y'all on here. We got a really good topic today. Um, this topic usually gets uh, the people going in America talking. We're talking about inter- interracial relationships mm-hmm. today. And we just so happen to have an expert in the building on one. So we kind of want to get some different uh, perspectives. I mean, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm, a, I'm an expert, but I dabble in the ministry. Okay, okay. The, the resident expert in here. Um, so, yeah. So I personally have never been... Well, I can't even say that. Um, I did date a girl who was Mexican before in college. So I guess that, I think that considers as a as an interracial. Nah. That doesn't nah, consider nah, as interracial? Nah, nah. It's, it's a different race? Nah, nah, that don't count. What? Okay, what in your book considers interracial? Um, First, talking to me, me and Tony talk about this on the wash all the time. And when we talk about being black, I always say black is an experience. Mm-hmm. That uh, other people like to share because people like being black but don't like being black. Right. Okay. Interracial to me is someone like the total opposite of you. Because um, I believe like we're all one race, but we're definitely different. So somebody that's not brown is what you're saying? Well, I consider my. my the views expressed by the Archie Carter <laughs> yeah. are not necessarily not, those of chameleon love. I'm speaking for me. Um, it's when I when you talk about black, I group maybe I shouldn't, but I do. I group brown and black people together, right? Because we go through similar struggles, and you know, at one time it was only black and white. Sure, it wasn't others, other and. Pacific Islander, right, this, right. this, and that. So it's pretty much still to me, in a lot of people in this world, just black and white. Okay. So, but I consider brown people, you know, on our team. Okay. So then interracial would be white, Asian. Yeah. Well, it depends on what you consider I, Asian. I guess that because, well, like, a, like, like India is part of Asia. Right. So, like, a Japan. China, yeah, yeah. somebody Korean that doesn't look like you like and doesn't right. um, share your experience. Okay, that makes sense. You know, so so you're currently dating interracial. I am. Okay, I am. Yeah. Okay, and is this your first time? 
Uh, no, it's not. Okay. So you're kind of used to, I guess, what we on the outside would consider a disconnect, possibly, uh, between yourself, who's a huge um, <laughs> a student of the hip-hop culture and the black culture as a whole, versus someone that maybe isn't as familiar or maybe can't relate. Honestly, it's something you never get used to. Okay. Because of just what it is. Um, you'll walk into a room or a building and people's eyes will tell you what their mouths aren't. Right. Very true. <laughs> so um, I remember one time I was just hanging out with a friend of mine and we were uh, went to a club. And uh, she was a white girl. And you would have thought she was like an alien because I was <laughs> catching all kind of heat from the, 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 the black women in the club. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it just was kind of awkward. That's like my first awkward experience with mm -hmm. it. But with my current situation, um, we met on a dating website. Okay. So <laughs> we talked about this on the wash, but, uh, um, and on dating websites, you only speak to people when you match with them. Right. So that means it was something either in my pictures or my profile that she connected with and wanted to either know more about or see more about. Right. So we matched. And my experience on dating websites is not a lot of people that look like me that match with me. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's kind of like that's just the energy I was getting. Why? Why do you think that is? Um, Tony, why you think that is? Because he's yeah. weird. <laughs> <laughs> he's a skater boy. <laughs> it's kind of Lupe, like Rick James, and Tina Marie. <laughs> Young Lupe. Over well, there. what it is is, um, in my pictures, you probably can't tell what my ethnicity is. But you got like spike hair on your yeah, picture. Yeah, when I grow my hair out, <laughs> um, like I have green eyes and freckles, and when I grow my hair out, it's red. Uh -huh. Um, so you probably wouldn't know what I am if you don't know me. Right, right. But like my family tree on my mom's side, my grandmother was West Indian. Okay. And um her dad was um no, her, my grandfather's West Indian and my grandmother was a very 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 fair-skinned black woman. Mm -hmm. And on my mom's side, my father's um my grandfather is is like a black man, mm -hmm. like your complexion, but my grandmother's like Apache Indian. Okay. And I so grew up in so Louisiana. my great-grandmother. I grew up in Louisiana, and, you know, down there, it's like a melting pot of any and everything, being a port city, how right, people right, came right. in. So my family tree is everything. And either my grandfather, he's actually was Jewish. So I was always surrounded by everything. Right, right. Yeah. So I never really saw... This or that until I got older and I realized, you know, growing up in the South is different and you can't make certain friends and go certain places. Sure, sure. So it's never been like a anomaly to me. Okay. So you mentioned, you know, you whenever you go out, whenever you were going out and you would get certain looks from um, black women, babe. From your from your standpoint, what's your what's your view? Because we know. Uh, a, quite quite a few of our close friends are dating in interracial relationships. And then my brothers. And, and your always, and your brothers. Your that. brothers only date like white women. White women. So yeah. like, 
you may have a different perception on it as maybe someone who that has not been prevalent to. So what's your take on it when you see um, interracial? And it may not necessarily be black and white. It could be Asian and black or it could yeah. be Asian and Hispanic or whatever. I really, I, I think it's, it's necessary to to say that you are, you accept what you're used to. You know, um, if you've seen it, if you've been around it, it's not foreign to you. Right. So it, it doesn't look, it doesn't affect you like it may affect someone that hasn't seen it. Right. Or, you know, or isn't used to it. Now, uh, when you said, Archie, when you said earlier that some people like to share the experience of being black, but they don't... Want to be black. Yeah, they yeah, don't right, want right. to be black. So a lot comes with it. Yeah, it's a lot that comes with that. And I think I've had several conversations with my sister-in-laws you know, in regards to that, right. because just because you're with a black man doesn't know what you, doesn't mean that you know what it feels like, right? Or know what he goes through when he leaves those doors. And we we just had you know. this conversation um, yep. about what happened in Dallas. Um, so when they gave the verdict to the cop and only gave her five years, I was sitting on the couch playing with my son when I read it. Mm-hmm. Ten years. And uh yeah, ten years. Ten. She gonna do five. Mm-hmm. Right, but, right. Yeah. Um, so my whole mood changed. Mm-hmm. So then, you know, my girl asked me, she's like, What's wrong? I was like, you know, nothing. Um, you know how we do. Right. I was just internalizing it because I was thinking about my son, because mm-hmm. he's a black boy. Right. Um and then she's like, No, what's wrong? I was then I explained to her what's wrong, and she said, um, she was she understood how I felt. And that's the thing that really attracted me more to her is the comfort that I have with her. Mm-hmm. Then she went to explain to me, like, I worry about you all. You know, that's why I check in with you. I call you this, this, and that throughout the day because I do worry about you and I understand your experience. Mm. Um, but if I go back a few years when uh, Keith Lamont got killed in Charlotte, that happened like right by my house where I was living mm. at the time. And I had a friend of mine, she called and was like, uh, are we going out tonight? We was just hanging out. I was like, I'm not driving nowhere. Right. She was like, what's going on? She had no idea what was going on. And she has a biracial son. Mm-hmm. So that led us to a conversation to where I told her, you have a black son. Right. You need to know what's going on with black people. Right. Because right. that's going to directly affect him. Yeah. And exactly. if you don't know what's going on with black people, and that led to a conversation that she didn't like, but it's something I had to tell her. Right. Like, you can't just, you know, like we said, want to be black, yeah. but not want to be black. And that led to a conversation with me telling her, you know, um, about people having black kids, well, white women having black kids and feeling like they could have an opinion on black people. Right. And that was and another and conversation. Def- and, and vice versa. Right. Yeah. And um, it's just a respect thing because I guess you feel like you got your past in, but mm-hmm. no, but you didn't even know this black man got killed and you don't know what's going on with black people. So like I said, that's the experience that a lot of people want but don't want. Right. Because she was completely ignorant to what was going on. It was a riot going on in right, Charlotte. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. she had no clue. She wanted to go out, hang out, drink. I was like, nah, I'm good. So, but, and I have those conversations with people when I can to kind of give them insight on what, it is because dating interracial is not easy. 
It's, yeah, I'm sure it's I not. Can, yeah. I can only imagine. So it's a lot of barriers when you think about that too, and and a lot of things that make you uncomfortable. Maybe like a lot of uncomfortable conversation. Everything ain't gonna feel good. Right. Well, me and Devon was know. running the other day, and I was telling him like sometimes it makes me feel like I'm a contradiction because yeah. we we if Flavor Flav walked in his room and we all agree like uh, Flavor Flav is ugly. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm. It's us talking amongst ourselves. But if my girl was here and she made the comment, I would get offended because even though it's my girl, <coughs> excuse me, and we all agree about this opinion, it just feels like a white person talking about a black person. Mm. It just feels that way. So it's a lot of... So it feels, and I don't mean to cut you off, it feels that way. Even though you know that's not her intention and you know you guys have known each other for x amount of years and so forth and you know where her heart is but that still makes you feel it just some feels, type of way yeah it just feels that way you know what mm-hmm. i mean it's just how it feels because not necessarily saying that's what it is it just feels that way right so and then you know you you want to you know what kind of forever ride for your right. people yeah. like i said <laughs> it's just conversations we have to have and be sensitive to each other because, you know, certain things I can't say, mm-hmm. you know, right. and I wouldn't cross lines. And she checked me on some things. I'm mm. like, okay, cool. But um, like I said, it's not easy. And every conversation, you, you kind of have to be aware of what you're saying. Tony Romeo. Feels like the Bronx Tale. If she leans over and unlocks hey, your door. She the one. She, she the one. one. You know? What's your thoughts on this, man? Um. So the furthest I got to dating a white girl is um, when I was about seven. We was up in Washington D.C. with my parents. Seven? Uh, yeah, we was in Washington D.C. <laughs> with my parents, and um, and um, I, you know, I followed some white girls outside of the store because I was trying to play with them. I don't know. That's the furthest That's it? I got. That's the furthest yeah. I got. That's the furthest you got. So yeah. you never, you never dated. Went out with a white girl, dated a white girl, nah. never held a white girl hand. Did I ever want to? Yeah. No, not really. Not really. And I, I don't think, I just think it was not because the way I was brought up, because I was brought up to love anybody for what they are. Mm-hmm. I just think it wasn't in me. you know. That so in other words, they told you, she can't use your comb. Can't Don't bring her home. Nah, <laughs> you said you said it wasn't in you. My, my mom never told me that though. You said it wasn't in you, like because it's something you just Didn't never lie. thought about, or it's something I, you think you couldn't do. I never thought about that, but like growing up, I do remember wanting a red bone, light skin girl. So uh, that's about as close as about you, as childish Gambino. Yeah. Yeah, wanted a red bone. Wanted I remember. So I. I've never, so I've never dated like Asian, white, been with, messed around, but never like nothing serious. So my take when I was younger, teenager, early twenties, was I'm I'm good. Like I'm I I just I'll just stick with Latina and black, and I'll just be good with it. <laughs> I always used to be like, nah, I can I can never date a white girl. And I was then, the same way. Yeah. And then I got older or as 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 I became older and I became more mature and I was like, I don't I I, I can't say that now. It would just be a huge adjustment for me because I've gone out like to the movies or maybe dinner or something like that with somebody of the opposite race. And I've seen those looks that you was referring to. And it 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 made me feel some type of way. One time I remember I went out 
for drinks with a friend of mine, with Jennifer mm-hmm. Perez, mm-hmm. Um, who is Puerto Rican, 100% Puerto Rican. But she looks, if you just looking at her, she looks white. Yeah. She, she could look white to some people. When I first met her, I thought she was white. Yeah. And then I, and she started talking, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah, she, I can see she's Latina. And I went out with her, and you could see the look. She's a very beautiful girl, mm-hmm. and you could just see the looks. And I just remember thinking, like, man, is this what people go through every day? That's in inter, inter relation. Why well, I keep messing that word up? Interracial <laughs> relationships. And I, I just remember that feeling. I was just like, that's not okay. And that's maybe how I might have looked at somebody in the past. You yeah. know what I'm saying? How people were looking at me and it just didn't feel good. You know? Yeah. I, I remember um, when I first met Devon, he used to always say, he said, um, man, I can't, I can't date a white girl unless she got a lot of money. <laughs> this guy. Or, or banging body. <laughs> or banging body. Yeah. I did. I was like 22. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it you is. Live and you but yeah, right. yeah. But now, um, you know, especially with uh, I, in my family, you know, we our nieces and nephews are yeah, we biracial, biracial all through my family. Nephews. You know what I mean? And um, it's important too because the world is going to try to define them and mm-hmm. tell them who they are. Um, but we have to, you know, set the tone. We set right. the tone and how we deal with that. It really does. It, it goes farther than what we know. And so having those uncomfortable conversations, letting them know, you know, sometimes my sister-in-laws will call me and be like, Jennifer, you know, I I tried to support your brother the other night, but he just, he, he, he just wasn't feeling it. And, and we got in an <laughs> argument about it. And I'm like, well, how did you, right. exa- you know, exactly. How did you try to support him? You know, um, and then we talk through that and we've had, we, we disagree, we, but at the end of the conversation, I think we come, we both come out learning something. I, I, I learned that it's not their intention. It's not her intention because she's, a, you know, a white woman, you know, dating a black man to try to make, try to feel like, try to make it seem like she knows what he's going through, but she tries to support him. Right in that but it's when that support you know isn't um isn't received now it's like well i'm your wife now you know Mm, like i you know you are my husband we have children Mm -hmm. you know i i care about you coming home too and i think it you know like you said archie is really about um not trying to relate but just being able to empathize and doing your research you know around it to see how can you better support your spouse like or significant I said, other. Uh, with me, it it's more of a comfort thing. And it wasn't that way, like, in the beginning. Because my lady now, she's Italian. She's Sicilian. And, if you you know, history goes back to, like, Sicilians were considered black at one time because, you know, she's African like roots and all that. <laughs> so, you know. so that's how I justified it in the beginning. Right. Like, oh, she's Sicilian, so she's kind of black. Right. But that's what I was telling myself. So I can kind of, right. Yeah. Then I had had to have a real conversation with myself yeah. and say, hey, if you're going to be in this, you this is what it is. got to stop lying to yourself. Yeah. Right. And accept And like I said, this is like probably, no, it is the most comfortable relationship I've ever been in. That's like, good. It, comfortable in every aspect. And um, it, like you said, you said your brothers only date white women? Yeah. So For me, that wasn't like, the case. It was okay. kind of like. This is just who I kind of click with or uh, mm-hmm. caught a vibe with because of certain things that I've experienced that, like, I don't want to say black women 
won't accept, but it's a lot they're not open to. So I think that's what it was. I think a big part of it is, I mean, it, it's not, they haven't, they they used to they used to date black women when they were younger. They they did. I rem, you know I rem, I remember that specifically. But as they got older, I think it was more so like you said, the the black women that or Latinas that they did date, they just weren't open to certain things. They weren't tolerable. Yeah. Uh, with certain things. I think it's not, a lot. You know, with taught because like I can give you examples for days, but I remember yeah. I was dating a um, black girl and. Um, you know, working in entertainment solely, you might get two checks a year, mm-hmm. second quarter, fourth quarter, and you. So we had a conversation about finances, and I couldn't give her a answer to the question she asked, hmm. and that was a huge deal for her. And with my lady now, it's never a question about it. Yeah. Even so, like um, my mother has um, a health issue. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in town, or the reason I stayed, come back and forth so much is because of my mom's health issue. So when, you know, we practically lived together and um, I had a conversation with a black woman and she totally wrote me off. She's Mm -hmm. like, you're this, you do this, you've done this, you've had this, you've traveled here, why are you living with your mother? Mm -hmm. With my lady now, that conversation Never it never happened. was a question. Yeah. And one morning, if it wasn't for my lady being in the house with my mom, my mom actually would have died mm. because she can't be alone. But the black girl, that sounds so weird coming out of my <laughs> mouth, <laughs> she just wasn't accepting of it. And it, it's a necessity. Right. Yeah. So I just think there's a lot of differences and things that we were taught. And it may just have been a case-by-case situation but that's been my experience you know and that and the thing about that is it only takes one bad experience right it really does when you you think about that one one experience can change everything and i i think for my brothers they've had they just so happen to come across a couple of bad experiences too uh now shout out to my sister-in-laws because they really do try their best to be there for them can they cook yeah, they can. <laughs> they actually can. They can cook. Um, <laughs> they can. Um, so at, at least my at least I know my brothers like it. Right. They love it. Right. Um, so I, I really think you know that right there is a is a big thing in um, in how we receive one another. You know that right there. I mean, it's a. It's a, it's a sticky issue. It, it's, 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 it's a sticky It can topic. also be a double standard as yeah. well. Like I said earlier, I felt like a contradiction a yeah. lot of times. Yeah. Um, going places, doing this, doing that, and, you know, but it's just, I always had a thing when I was dating people. I said, if I close my eyes and I don't see your physical and I just have, like, your voice and your characteristic and personality, would I date you? Mm-hmm. And... That's kind. That's what it is with this. It's not like a black or white thing. I love black women. Yeah. Every old gray-haired black woman reminds me of my grandmother. Mm-hmm. You know, I love black features. I mean, it's not that I don't like it. It's just this is just my person. Right. Yeah. Sometimes your person is not, you know, that, that your person didn't share your experience, which allows you both to kind of learn from each other and experience things together. So I think a biggest part of the double standard 
um, of interracial dating comes when, and 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 I've been standing beside some of our sisters before on both occasions. On one occasion, you'll see or they'll they'll see a um, a black man with a white woman, and then they'll frown upon it and you know say. Man, see, look, there go another one being, uh, being, being taken, whatever, whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then the next thing you see is a white man with a black woman, and they'll be like, go ahead, girl, I ain't mad that you get your money. And I'm like, I, how is that any different? Even with that, that bothers me. It bo- That bothers me, too. Even though I'm in an interracial relationship seeing black women with white oh, men. That bo- oh, you're talking about yeah, that part of it. That oh, bothers me. Why does that bother you? Because I don't because know. Because the history? I don't know. That's a big part of it. Yeah. yeah. The history. And I don't know if it's a fetish or if it's a relationship. Because a lot of white men fantasize and fetishize black women. Mm. And um, I don't know. But then we look at people like Serena Williams, who mm. literally just needs a man to be a man because she doesn't need anything financial from mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. She's her own person. So. I just take it she really just liked this guy. Mm-hmm. He must have just been a good guy. So you got to kind of look at it. With a whole lot of money. I mean, that helps. Because <laughs> I, I, I got a homeboy. I went I went mm-hmm. to school with this couple. And he's white. She's black. And they've been together since high school, ninth grade or whatever. And But if you look at him, he's not like your typical white guy. Like he... He got soul. He more he like a he like a John B type yeah. of <laughs> type Robin type Dick of type guy. of person. Yeah. Like like he got he got soul to him. So does that play any part if if the if the white guy seems like he got a little more soul to him? Well, my one of my good friends, he grew up in New Orleans, uh, white guy, and he's only dated black women his whole life. Right, because that's his comfort. Right, right. Like and that's... that's just him. Like I don't know if. That's what he dated because it was only thing around, or that's just what he's into. Mm-hmm. But I know he's been good to his partner. Mm-hmm. But you know, you sometimes it's circumstance. Then, like you say, sometimes it's it's experience. You culture. get hurt. Yeah, culture, Huge and you just. Part. My mom worked at a university, and she would say every, you know, when the semester's over and it's time to go home, it would be so many fights on campus between white girls and black black boys because that's it we can only fool around at At school school. during the semester but when the semester over you're not taking tyrone home i've seen it i've seen it Mm. she said she would see that's that's interesting she said she would see the biggest fights yeah because the girls want to still talk to the guys and the guys know they know what's up yeah Mm -hmm. and then you know you can't go home and like, I have friends who live in places that I can't visit and mm-hmm. just because of where it is. Right. Um, and it's 2019. Right. But 2019 is not far from. It's not. You not know, at all. 60, 70, 80 years not ago. Not at all. And that's the conversation me and my lady have a lot. Because I tell her, it's, I'm pretty sure, if not your grandparents, your great-grandparents was racist. Yeah. Right. That's just the reality of it right, because right. of that. And her and my mom, the conversations they have is is mind-blowing because my mom grew up during the sit-in times and 
times where you couldn't go places, Jim Crow, in Louisiana. Right. So my mom said she could never date a white man because she know what they did to them. Mm. That makes See, sense. That, she said, I, my experience with deep. white men, I could never date one because what I did with them, and I told a story on our podcast about how uh, a man spit. My mom was um, in the back of a car. I remember that. And uh, a white man next to them in the car spit in her grandmother's face while her uncle was driving the car. And there was nothing they could do. Because if her wow. uncle reacted, he would have died. died. Yeah. So he said he just drove the car and they never talked about it again. Wow. So my mom said her experiences won't allow her to do she that. She just can't do it. Yeah. Because she don't know what it is or if it's genuine. But she told me, just be careful. Mm-hmm. Then I know it's certain places I can't go. It's certain members of my lady's family. I know family members I never meet. Yeah. Because like I said, we only a few years removed from that stuff. And I mean, honestly, right. still going on. Yeah. But it's just a, a thing where, like I said, your person is your person. And sometimes that comes with, you know, comes with it. Yeah, I I, I think um, you make a good point there, especially with like the older generation, because I remember when I was in like high school, maybe I remember asking my mom, who's not that much older than me. She had me as a teenager. So um, her and my dad are relatively still kind of young. And so um, I but back then I remember asking her, you know, what would you say to me bringing home a white girl? And she, and I was mind you now I'm in like 11, 12th grade, and she was like, I wouldn't care. I asked my dad. He was like, If you happy, that's that's all that matters to me. I asked my granddad. My <laughs> granddad was like, Man, don't you just hate when that happens? Me too. So I get it. But hey, tune in next week to find out what my granddad said, and also finish out the episode of Black or White. Thanks for rocking with us, and you listening to. Chameleon Love.